Hello, I'm here to tell you what we covered on this week's Koshcast. Horse placenta treatments, Diego Costa's lunacy, options for fixing a ruined season including a massive esports tournament, and what is the optimum amount of screens when working from home. Let us keep you company. Just the Whatever. Just flick flick anything, huh? Exactly. Um, Mana, like, Shad has to stay inside for two weeks, right? Like, oh, she has to self-quarantine. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one has to do anything, but... Well. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, we're, we're limiting our um, interactions with the world with, like, a walk down Young Street and up, and that's it. Must be awful for you. Yeah, man. We just came back from that walk. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a bit of, like, it's not, like, it's weird. Like, you know what I mean? You walk into a place and it seems more stuffy than it usually would have felt to you. You almost feel like you can sense it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, true walk out into the fresh air you're like ah oh, this is beautiful like you just appreciate it way more <laughs> i i've stopped like initially i felt bad about veering away from people and now i don't i'm just like i'm going over here you go over there I'm yeah on. people understand we went to uh a, 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 unfortunately a birthday party on saturday so it was supposed to be the same day as fatima's because amara was helping plan it but she, we kept trying to get them to cancel it and they didn't and like we stayed away from people and then this one girl was like basically came out of nowhere like freaking randy orton and hugged us and then i just took my hands and i tied just put it all over my neck like all over my shoulder like no fuck this i am not dying this way (laughs) (laughs) yeah like people need to just act a little bit differently but we were talking about this on the thread like I watch movies or friends or whatever now, and I'm like, oh my, like, I almost feel like they're also in Corona. I'm like, how are they doing what they're doing? And then I realize it's just a movie. <laughs> what, what's funny is like all the people like who are the doctors and whatever, they're just big moo-moos. Did you see like they were having a press conference on Corona and then like Ben Carson, he coughed into his hand. And there was this other one where like the guy coughed, like they were sitting, he coughed, he touched the mic. Then he passed the mic to someone else who touched the mic and passed the mic to someone else. <laughs> oh, it's it's oh, hard, man. though. It's hard to change your behavior overnight. Oh, man. Because at, at, at the party, uh, I had, like, some spicy rice. And, like, my nose was, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no one noticed me, please. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, uh, you, cough, you cough now and you get, like, death stares. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? There's no football. I don't know. Life has no meaning. Like, actually, like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> I've always wondered what would happen. <laughs> you know how sometimes you do the, like, would you rather have this or no football? You ever done that? Yeah. It's just like, you always go with football. And this you is mean, why. You underestimate how what part of your life is football. Yeah. Like, but, um, like, Especially as you get older and busier, like I so look forward to those potential Saturday mornings where I know I'm going to sit on the couch from seven to two. And you still get away with seven to two? No, it has, that's the thing. It's even more precious when it happens once in a while. It's it's almost as if uh, going to class is a good thing because me, I just put my laptop to the side and I don't have to listen in class. So it's like whatever. <laughs> so 
So class is only like 30 people and everyone usually goes in and sits in the same spot, right? Everybody knows where it is. My spot is like first row on the far yeah, right. All right and whatever, right? Um, so when there's an Arsenal game, I'll be sitting in the back and people will walk in. Like, Mo, why are you sitting in the back today? Like as loud as they can. I'm like, bro, I'm sitting in the back because when I watch the game, you're all watching with me. <laughs> you guys have no chill. <laughs> like, honestly, I'll turn around and people are like drooling over the game. I'm like, first of all, you watch hockey. Why are you looking at my screen? Second of all, like, so obvious. <laughs> in class like there was one uh like the first day of some class where i thought uh i was gonna okay i was like okay my laptop is here then put my i brought my ipad specifically so i could put it on my lap and i could watch the game like inconspicuously and the sound was on the ipad i didn't realize so the zone comes on and it's like uh, and whatever i was like I, I i basically you know when you're fumbling around to try and like turn it off <laughs> and everyone looked around i was like oh sorry <laughs> It's well, not porn. But yeah. the, oh, that happened to me in the airport. No. Like you know those you know those things, you know when like, like on Twitter when um yeah, yeah. you click a link and you think it's like it was something about grannies, I swear. Someone said like this is grannies hilarious or something like that. So like I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm at the airport in the lounge. I click and it's just and all that stuff. But the funny thing was, I'm I'm embarrassed as hell. An old woman looked turned around and just started laughing i was like wow i was just watching i thought it was a video about you <laughs> that's actually amazing oh so man that's, that's been life without football <laughs> but to alex's original uh, point you know it's funny like what was it uh 2019 my and i were doing so badly and i could not listen to podcasts i could not read football news like i was happy when uh yeah, maybe there was like a two week I think the winter break I was ecstatic I was in love I was like this is amazing I have freedom this but was mid Mourinho know... yes no no this is like uh, December this December whatever oh. mid Mourinho I completely went off the rails like you know drinking problems but this was I needed a break and I loved it but you always knew football was around the corner so like you know you could take it for granted a little bit but now I'm like there's, there's nothing like it's not even coming back. We don't even know. Like, is it, are they going to come back? I mean, the latest that I've read said that, you know, this whole thing could last a year up to. There's, there's, there's so no like, way. There's, there's no, no way one... it's coming back like April 3rd or whatever they're saying. No, no, no. No, no chance. No. no chance. The season's fucked. And like, they were yeah. saying that it's a lot of admin. Like, that's actually the imagine. main thing. Think about it. Like, how, like, any scenario that you play out, is first of all dependent on a date where you think this will clear up. Second of all, is like, do you, you know, resume a season a year and a half later and say, well, we're just gonna pick up from here? <laughs> like, <laughs> how much has changed in terms of like the um, competitiveness in terms of anything that could have, like, you know, and, and football players, you know, are they gonna keep getting paid for a year to not play football and paid like millions and millions? Like, where are clubs gonna afford this? They're just, you know, people's contracts end in like, you know, this summer. And then what? How do they get, like, do you sign players while it's closed? Like, it's weird. There's too many questions. Yeah, I think there's too many, especially the relegation question. You know, do, and of course, West Ham are leading the charge to say, uh, I think they said we should void the season. I think they said yeah, that. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to get relegated. <laughs> 
It's the most transparent thing I've ever heard. It's just incredibly embarrassing. And then people are talking about, okay, two teams will go up. But um, I think it was um, uh, Steve McGovern that was saying, well, how does that make sense? Because it's still mathematically possible, like more so than Liverpool losing the league, that Leeds and West Brom won't go up. So how do you determine who goes up? Behind closed doors, penalty shoots out. It's not the worst. Imagine this. Imagine if this was happening in the Leicester season where they were going to get relegated and people would have said, well, Leicester is definitely going down. So let's yep. put them down. And then they come back, stay in the league miraculously and win the season. Like, you just can't. You can't assume anything. You can't, you can't, you, as crazy as it sounds, you can't assume Liverpool have won the league. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the problem with football. Someone had yeah. an idea where well, they said... I mean, it's a good thing, but... There was an idea I, I heard. You know how in Germany they do relegation playoffs? Yes. I think it's the last... Is it the last team or the last two teams? There's a playoff between some teams. So um, you get... Basically what happens is the, lo- the bottom two teams go down and the top two teams go up. And then you have a playoff between the third lowest in the Bundesliga and the third highest in the Deutsche Zwei or whatever it's called. Oh, they get a chance to stay in the league. Yeah. I would be very in favor of some type of relegation playoff between the Premier League teams in the bottom three right now and something. I don't know how you do it, championship, some way of having some playoff and a top four playoff as well. I don't know how you determine who wins the league, although, you know, I get it. I get it why Liverpool technically should win the league, but I also get the mathematical, of course, discussion. But I feel like some type of playoff system could be a way to do preseason and then determine what happens in the next season. No, but playoffs, uh, again, you, and I get it. It's a, it's, it's a good idea. It's a valiant effort, but everything can be poked holes at. Like, okay, why would I play a one-off game versus a team that I'm three points ahead of? Fair. Fair. Like, but, you, yeah. the problem with these uh, theories is that it's so easy to poke holes in all of Like, no one's going to be completely happy no matter what we do unless we literally go, okay, all this time doesn't count and we're just literally picking up exactly where we left off. That's it. Or, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, the, the other thing is, that, I mean, what might be most fair is to say, look, we can't finish this league. So the league is what it was. It was a 29-game league. You all performed to this level. So Liverpool win, the three in the bottom. Like, they may just have to call it because I really don't understand how they're going to restart this league. It's not, you know, administratively, if you restart this league after the start of when next season is supposed to start, that's a complete nightmare. They're not going to do that. So my guess is they would rather cut their losses with this league and start the next one on time. Yeah, but, but Alex, same thing. People go, well, that's not fair. Like I, I, could, I could you know, create a, a charge here. I, could, uh, I have an injured player that's coming back and now is my time. I was gonna, you know, there's a lot of reasons why teams could easily just say, no, I'm technically like I should get relegated after 38 games, not 30 games. And, and plus, some teams have played 28, some teams have played 29. So you could, do you say you don't get to play? For example, Sheffield United could uh, go ahead of Man United, I think, if they play the 29th game. Do you get to tell them they don't get into the Europa League uh, yeah. <laughs> as a result because they played one game less? Like, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot. And like Mo said, and whatever, you, whatever people decide there's going to be you know, holes that you can poke into it. But money's at stake here. I think that's it. ultimately they're going to make a decision based on that. But in what way? Because it, 
if 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 money's at stake, what they want is what the viewing figures. So then you have to put the games behind closed doors, but on TV. But then the players are still at risk, and the clubs won't accept risk to the players either. I have a feeling that whether it's in June or July, they're gonna play the the rest of the games. I I think yeah. I think yeah. that's the not that that's the maybe the right way to do it, but I think that's the only way you can do this where everyone can say, yeah, I'm good. Whether or not you can do it logistically is the question. Yeah. I mean, what you also have to remember is that the people that don't have their money are the TV companies. So Premier League has got their money from the TV companies, right? The clubs have got their cut of that. The clubs are missing out on attendance revenue, but for the Premier League clubs, that doesn't really matter very much because they get so much TV money. So the people that are actually missing out on their money are, are Sky and Amazon or whoever has paid for the rights. Um, and fuck them. <laughs> well, people, people are uh, trying to get like their Sky subscriptions like cancelled and stuff, and obviously they're making it very hard. Like you hear the stories, like you got to pay like another two or three months to cancel it and all that stuff, which pretty much takes at the end of the season. Like, you know what I mean? They're still making their money back. Wow. Wow. I mean, look, as, um, as Big Bad Wolf, these TV companies are, if you just look at it very black and white, they've paid for something that they're not getting its worth for anymore. Technically, it's also fair on them, just black and white, just monetary-wise, just to, you know, demand and supply-wise. Like, I paid a million dollars, I should get 38 games. I'm not. I'm getting 30 games. Therefore, you know, I, I want my money back from the FA. Yeah. Is it, is it possible? Um, I mean, how many games are left? There are nine games left. Um, if, if let's say in July, this is contained, do you think it's possible between July and August to play those nine games and then move the season back to like September, October? I think behind closed doors, potentially get them out of the way as fast as possible. But I also think somebody said um, a, good, a good idea on Twitter. They said just push it until, was it like play them play him like October, and like August, September, October, November. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Then get the Euros on at the same time as the AFCON in January. Mm. Then play the season have it a summer season so play you know february till november season like a new season a new premier league season then do the winter world cup (laughs) (laughs) well it's 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 just an idea to like kind of just push everything up so that the 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 winter world cup also is not now in the middle of your season which is going to be a huge other issue we were going to hit without corona you are someone who has been to seville um, you know how hot it is. Imagine them playing in Seville in the summer. I, I, I think they'd rather do that than just sit at home playing FIFA. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, you have your water breaks and whatever, like the World Cup, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I think that could, that could potentially make sense. But here's my thing. The Euros, how much do we, the fans, really care? Like, forget, re- forget to reschedule the Euros. What about just cancelling the Euros one year for one side? Yeah, but... You know, if, if, that, if that helps scheduling everything else, then I do not care. But then I never care about the tournament until it starts. England, we're going to win it. That's true. 
it, it was coming home. Was. So you're gonna you're gonna take the league away from Liverpool and the Euros away from Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> well, like something's it. coming home. It's just not the trophy. <laughs> it's Corona. <laughs> yeah. Corona. Yeah. Like you're you're taking away two Henderson trophy lifting moments. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, let's let's not have the Euros at all. <laughs> but like, you know, I would cancel the. I would absolutely cancel the Euros. It was a dumb idea having it, in my opinion, in all these countries. Anyway, it was a brainchild of the most corrupt human being, well, the second most corrupt human being in football history. Anyway, so you know, we don't need that stain. Um, you know what? I would actually have the Euros go on under one condition: England win. And Pickford is the one that has to raise the trophy. <laughs> I want to see his little arms aloft in the air. I just want to see it holding the trophy. It would you be- mean you're not going to see it at club level with Everton? Oh, right. Yeah. No, that's true. Maybe they'll win. That, this is why the season has to be. Uh, what, what, what are they still in? Nothing, right? <laughs> 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 I don't think anything is worth uh, Jordan Pickford going to a bar and telling everyone I'm a World Cup winner and getting into no. a fight as a result. Like, no, no it's, it's not worth it. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh. But yeah, it's, it's literally one of those things where, like, you know, where you think usually when, like, um, like a board or a, or a kind of body has to make a decision, usually we sit here and we go, it's so easy, guys, but we all know you're going to make the wrong decision. Just make this one. It's so simple and straightforward. Why will you not make it? This is one of those where, like, I don't have a suggestion and I don't no. have a person that has to make the plan because I actually cannot think of one plan that sounds feasible, let alone, like, even if you have a good plan, it still is dependent on a date where you think this will end, which yeah. nobody knows. So it's, it's null and void. Just, like, sit at home until this all boils over, then we'll talk. I mean, Bernie, you, you, you raised a point about FIFA. Perhaps that is the way to go. Each team designates a, an esports champion. <laughs> plays with their team and they battle it out uh, and they stream it on Twitch I mean kids will love can, it can we uh, can we oh. do Fortnite and have Ozo play or, or I just have like a global like football manager network game and, and see what happens there and, uh, all, and all the managers actually need to manage their own clubs in, in, in FM and then just see what happens Okay, so Nagelsmann is winning the World Cup. Pretty much. I was going to say, I was going to no. say, you want to you wanna see Ancelotti try and flick something on a screen? <laughs> I, need, I need live scenes of Sari smoking while he's clicking the button to attack, change tactic. Ancelotti's face is so close to that screen. Like, you can just imagine him hunched over with a small mouse and just, like, trying to click on, you know, Theo Walcott yeah. and telling him to run down the wing. <laughs> Freaking Jose, Jose Mourinho after every game, team talk is aggressive and angry. <laughs> if anything, I was thinking, I was thinking he needs a new laptop after every game after he smashes it against the wall. Probably. <laughs> who who would be the who would be really good? Like just the young guys. Brendan Rodgers probably plays a bit of FM. Um, yeah, um, Arteta maybe. Arteta's probably fine. I, I, David I, Moyes would be funny. I think Pep would be bad because I don't think FM like you know like you could how you watch the screen. I think he'd be so upset that they're not doing the triangles and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the game isn't capable. I think, I think if you get Pep in front of FM, just to get him to play one game would take like months 
because he's trying to control every little instrument, <laughs> every single player. He's yelling at the developer to change the code. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's it's literally one of those where I just don't think they should sit around and try and come with a solution. The only thing that's gonna happen is make each other corona in that room. Like literally, just sit sit at home and wait for this to boil over, and then make a decision because nothing is gonna come out of it right now. One yeah. of one of my um uh, Twitter friends, United you know, Twitter friends, said, "Look, if we if the if he's 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 a he's a very staunch Republican, and he's like, I don't like government intervention, but." pay everyone a thousand bucks to stay at home for two weeks so that this whole thing clears up and i went that's pretty socialist my man <laughs> but okay that we is called universal basic income my friend <laughs> that's very funny oh man yeah it's uh, it's 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 not solvable it's just a, it's a it's a problem without a solution right now because there's too many open variables well uh Mahalia, i do have some good news for for you and i in particular um Actually, maybe it's not good. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the news. You tell me if it's good. Arsenal have been boosted by the decision of their long-serving head of medical services, Gary O'Driscoll, to reject a move to Liverpool and remain in North London. This follows the same pattern where a lot of people stay. And if you read the article, it's pretty much London versus Liverpool. Ah. Uh, pretty even pretty much doctor. all I came down to. He's like, he's like, I'm settled in London. My family are happy here. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Join Ozil and freaking like, you know, <laughs> join them on the I love London bandwagon. You know what he did, right? He went to Liverpool for the interview, heard Scouse and said, nah, I'm out. <laughs> like, nah. Can't, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, whatever. We've, I think, have we had less injuries recently or is it just like we've, we've worried less about it because we've been so shit? I think the latter. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> like, we used, to be, we used to be an okay football club that like always said, oh, we played so well, but this guy got injured so we got screwed. Now it's like, we can't even say that. Like, that's embarrassing. We're just bad. I think Bellerin holding, ah, uh, there was another defender. They were all injured at the same time. I can't Chambers. remember who the third one was. Tierney Chambers. What? Is he? I wonder what happened to him. Like, he was injured? Oh, well, my God. He keeps, he keeps wearing shorts in, like, minus 10 weather. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. But I, I do wonder, like, do you reckon physios and medical staff and what have you do you think they care if they're joining a winning team? Like, does it matter to them? No. Prestige, maybe. But just to say, oh, I work for this club or that club. But other than that, it's probably the same shit every day. No, no. But you can... Prestige is different than trophies. You, I'm sure they would love to work at Arsenal. You don't win trophies, but you still say I worked at Arsenal. So you're right. It's more prestige than trophies. It's more like I worked for the top, a top four club. Then yes, that's definitely important. Uh, but, this brings up a good question. Where is Eva Carnero right now? Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious as to is, did she get paid like by Chelsea? Like that whole. I would situation? imagine. Oh she's man, in, I would uh, imagine because she's in. Uh, she's in a witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> so Josie can't get to her. <laughs> See, this is this is actually the main reason why I was upset that they didn't at least let us play. This last, this last round of games because Jose was at his absolute weakest. His team was shit. Everyone <laughs> got injured. Even Bergwijn got injured. And all I wanted was to beat the hell out of him to put the final nail in the Jose coffin. Then they could have done whatever they wanted. When, when Jose is at his weakest, he's also at his best. 
I just, you know, he, he's at his most entertaining when, especially when he's <laughs> managing a team that is your rivals and he's like you know, putting them into the ground. I love that. I think, I think he's lost like six in a row or like gone six without a win or something. Okay. On, a, yeah. on a serious note, Alex, here's a question for you. On a serious note, mm-hmm. asked, uh, I heard someone and they were asking, is this it for Jose Mourinho getting a top four job in any league? Uh, I think he could probably get a top four job in the Portuguese. No, I'm talking the top three leagues. Let's see. I'm, no, I'm talking okay. Barca, Madrid, nope, no, nope, nope. Arsenal, United. Nope. You know, it's nope. over. Um, it, it is over. It's I national think, team or nothing. Yeah, I think that's most likely. Um, I think no German team is going to take him. No. Um, like the slightest outside chance of PSG, but I really doubt it. Um, the only club I can think of that might take a chance on him, even if Spurs, the Spurs job continues to go this badly, is Atleti lose Simeone and they can't get like their first choice replacement. Mm. I think I think after the Spurs job, he's not gonna he's not gonna have another job because he's not gonna take a small team, and that's the only thing that's gonna come through the door. I think this is it for him. I, it I should tend be. to agree. If it's not, yeah, should be. If it's not national team, I think the only place that he can go is Inter. If Conte leaves in two years, as he usually does, and they give him the Jose won us the treble factor, and then he comes back. That's yeah. That's Inter. That's Inter it. is Inter is a good shout, but based purely on emotions, on memory, and emotions and nostalgia, which is you know the era that everyone's doing right now united spurs you know everyone is also living on that emotion and that, and that memory of jose and i just feel like really like after this it, it should be lights out like he hasn't won a knockout champions league game in like how long you know like he is fun. he's so dumb. but but i mean we can never underestimate the stupidity of football clubs right never well- well, Everton could replace Ancelotti with Jose if, if Ancelotti ever goes away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but uh, he, wouldn't, quick, he wouldn't take it. Quick uh, Eva Carnero update. She is operating a, a private clinic on Harley Street specializing in sports medicine. What a boss. What a boss. Took that money, started her own stuff. I like yep. it. I like did, it. Um, did Samir Nasri visit you? Probably. <laughs> you know who else is doing that? Um, you, you guys remember Colin Lewin? Yeah. And Gary Lewin. One was England and one was Arsenal. And uh, they're cousins and they've joined together to start their own clinic. uh, The goal of which is to provide like Premier League level physio services to people who play in leagues like us and get injured. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really admirable. I've recovered at a Premier League level, but I can barely pass a ball. Your your problem is you didn't have exposure to the horse placenta. If you if you could find a horse placenta guy, golden, absolutely golden. Good point. Yeah, but no one's going to the mountains of Italy right now. <laughs> it was in the mountains of Italy. It was. <laughs> oh my god. It was. Wasn't it some? Was it Alec? Who was it from Inter that went to the mountains of Italy? Well, I remember. That story with the horse. I think I think Rafa Benitez told that story about someone. I don't yeah. remember. Was it Wesley Snyder or? No. Uh, yeah, it was a famous story, and we laughed a lot about it. Horse placenta in Italy. I'm, I'm, Why do I feel like Conte was involved? Yes, it was Diego Costa. Diego Costa. Y'all. Uh, <laughs> right, right before uh, or right after that, he got sacked by Conte. So by text. 
Apparently, Diego Costa in 2014 has traveled to Serbia to visit a, and in quotations, medical miracle worker. <laughs> specializing in horse placenta treatment. How is this not illegal? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Man, you, you put horse placenta and like football or soccer into Google and it's such a good read. Let me tell someone on Reddit. <laughs> okay, so this is, this is, this is the, the kind of the pit of these horse placenta soccer search, okay? Messi, the question is on Reddit, what is Messi eating from Assad during Olympiacos match two years ago? And someone suggested that he's eating raw horse placenta chef. <laughs> It's, wow. it's, I'm really happy Roche is not on this episode because it, it would have been a total annihilation and HGH uh, yeah. gong show from here on in. Yeah. Every time you horse placenta soccer, it's always Diego Costa. How yeah. old is Diego Costa? 32. Because he can't oh, move now. You guys, here's, a, uh, here's a headline from The Telegraph in uh, whatever year it was. Liverpool's Yossi Benayoun says placenta cure was from a woman, not a horse. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That could mean so many different things. I know. Does that mean that the placenta was a woman's or it was a horse placenta administered yes. by a woman? Yes. Or was it a woman's placenta administered by a horse? Here it is. They go to Serbia again. Everyone seems to go to Serbia. And it says he understood she used human rather than horse placenta. Oh. That's supposed to be better. I don't know, man. And here. This is disturbing. Arsenal's Robin Van Persie to soothe ankle pains with placenta massage. <laughs> we offer shiatsu, hot stone, Swedish, and placenta. Wow. So let's do a quick Google. Uh, horse placenta Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, doesn't look like you can get it here. I think we have the right idea. <laughs> yeah, you don't, want to put that, you don't want to put that into images. How are Toronto FC players even staying fit without this? Oh, uh, here's a headline. Simon, well, not a headline, a par- sentence. Simon Cowell endorses regular colonic flushing as well as hand waxing and sheep placenta facials. I mean, he regularly talks out of his ass, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's disturbing. Uh, yeah, Sorry, can we go back placenta. to uh, Diego Costa for a second? Oh, sure. okay, Alex, go ahead. You go ahead first. See, maybe we're gonna say the same thing. Uh, I, I just want to zero in on his goal record oh, oh, since, okay. since he moved back to Atletico Madrid. Okay. Please, please go ahead. First season, this is all comps. First season, seven in 23. Second season, five in 21. Third season, this season, two in 19. Since he moved back, 14 in 63. They paid 60 million for him. Oh. Well, that's the thing. He's the, the Mourinho of players. People will know. <laughs> so, you remember when I was telling you about the horse placenta for a second, about Diego Costa and how he was getting ready for the Champions League final? That's why he went and got the horse placenta against Real Madrid in 2014. Okay. Yeah, uh, got subbed off in the ninth minute. Yep. So, horse placenta does not work. No, it really doesn't work. Uh, but you reminded me of something talking about Diego Costa because I don't think we've podded since but we're going to give mohaned credit here oh, oh yeah mohaned and guys guys i hope you guys are are, are are 
catching the, this, like all this humility and niceness I'm giving Mohammed on podcast recently. Just, mm. just take note, take note. But uh, Mohamed called it. He said Atletico Madrid would beat Liverpool over two legs, and it happened. Did happen. Yeah, I... Uh, Does I it ca- count, though? <laughs> I, called that very, I called that very specifically, but Alex will also agree. I called it very generally back in the day that once knockout, Champions League knockout starts, Liverpool season will slightly crumble and they will lose their unbeaten run in the Champions League. And I was right about that, too. Yeah. Was he? Was he, though? Was he, though? He was. Also, while we're giving 100 credit, we had a $30 bet on it, which, you know, I was aware that it was Haram at the time, but I still sent him the money and he rejected it. So, It's all just for bands. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and Roche tried to claim that he said... Roche tried to claim the exact same prediction as Mohaned, but Alex went back and found the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> we listened back to the pod where we made our predictions. And oh. He predicted the opposite. <laughs> that- that also reminds me that I did not lose the Madrid City bet yet because it never finished. Yes, but you lost the Juventus and uh, wait, 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 no. wait. That one is not finished yet. You lost no, the Dortmund, Dortmund lose, PSG. You lost I did not one. lose anything. Oh, also. You so lost here, Dortmund PSG, bro. Here's another facet to this. What happens if I put money on those games and they didn't continue? Do I get my money back? Probably, yeah. You would think. Yeah, you'd have to. Hmm. Oh. Well, just tackling tackling the big question. Obviously, yeah. It actually is a big question because all these betting companies, actually, Alex, more so than the TV companies, like as far as the betting companies, they're gonna lose a lot of money. So uh, yeah, fuck them. Yep. <laughs> I also I also feel that we've been getting a lot of advertising requests recently because people know they're gonna be like marketing companies are like, hmm, people are gonna be quarantined at home. They might listen to more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like, hi, my name is Hubert, and I do SEO for podcasts. Yeah, it's hi, actually man. true. Yeah, my name, my name is Mikhail, and I'm from Serbia. You want to? <laughs> <laughs> I got good horse placenta. Actually, Alex, you do it. You do it. I have good horse placenta. Serbia is best place for horse placenta treatment. Is that Diego Costa or the guy he's going to see? <laughs> That's the guy he's going to see. <laughs> and then Diego Costa is like. Yes, yes, I need, I need it for Udar, Udar, Udar. <laughs> <laughs> no, Diego Costa would definitely, as a Spanish guy, say, in this moment, I need it. In yes, this- yes. <laughs> it's a reference in this moment. Yeah, in this moment. Today, like everything is today. Uh, that well, pretty much covers our extensive uh, Corona football coverage. Oh, wait, wait, there's a bit more. Did you guys see the, uh, the Mason Mount story? No. Chelsea had to have a meeting with him, and well, I presume it was by a Skype or something, um, to warn him of the importance of staying isolated because he went to the park to have a kickabout. No, oh, even well, with Declan Rice, there's a video of uh, the Crystal Palace guy Zaha doing the same thing. Mate, Fred was at the beach. <laughs> like, where are you going? <laughs> what are Sorry, you which beach? In Blackpool, apparently. <laughs> oh God, that's horrendous. <laughs> Blackpool is a very famous, like, British getaway holiday place. Caravanning, the beach, the fair. It's beautiful. Yeah, if you can't go to Mallorca, you go to Blackpool, basically. Donkey riding. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, well. Uh, Remember remember when Blackpool were in the league? That was so weird. Yeah, they were. I I know where Mo's going with this. Please go ahead. Please, (laughs) please. Don't don't, don't let me down. Don't fail me. Go ahead, man. (laughs) 
Why, man? Now the pressure is really on. No, don't let me down. I want to hear it. Go ahead. What are we talking about? Charlie Adam? Yep, yep. You know what it is. This <laughs> <laughs> corner is costing $10 million alone. <laughs> Alex Ferguson was like, hey, hey, listen up, guys. I would pay $10 million for this guy. Trust <laughs> And then Liverpool are like, hell no, we're going to get him. <laughs> like, I remember, like, it's one of those random things that sticks in my memory where I remember the article. The picture was of him taking a corner kick. And the headline was Alex Ferguson saying, I would pay $10 million just for his corners. That, that was the ultimate uh, banter moment of all time. Uh, you but know Zoom is saying we're out that. of time. Yeah, well, I guess we're out of time. Sorry, just look, very quickly. Liverpool sold him a year later for like six million less. <laughs> no wonder they sacked Damon Kamoli. <laughs> yeah, they, they made some very bad signings at the time. Downing was also around the same time. Andy Carroll. Like, it was just horrendous time for them. Yup. Right. <sighs> On that, and Zoom about to kick us out. Alex, want to say bye? Goodbye. Mo? Isolate. Don't hate. Isolate. Wow. Mm. Wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> and if anyone has any sauce for horse placenta, let us know. At, oh, and, uh, and our quiz was fantastic. We had a lot of fun and it was brilliant. Yes, congrats. thank you to everyone that came out. It congrats to Barcelona. Yes. Three-time champions. for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.